Hello, hello, and welcome to Let's Bloom Podcast with Josie. Happy Friday, guys. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm so thankful that each and every one of you are right now listening to this episode and wanting to learn more about God. I'm very, very, very thankful for what God is doing on this platform. And I know he's going to continue to increase it. So thank you, God. And Lord, I just pray that you just use this podcast right now to get a message through and whatever needs to be said and it touches people the way that you intend for it, God. So as you can see by the title, it's called The Power of Faith. And we're going to be going through Matthew chapter 21, verse 18 through 22. And whenever I read this section of scripture, because I just finished Matthew, it really spoke to me because I struggle with fully trusting God and really having faith in every situation. Yes, I know there's like big things. I'm like, oh yeah, like I actually don't stress about it. But then there are little things like, for example, for me, I worry about the future and what I'm going to do as a career and making it work and making money and blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Um, But that's like my insecurity. And that's something that I really stress and worry over. But I know that I worry and stress over it because I know that I don't have as much faith in that area of my life. So depending on whatever you are going through, I think it's kind of neat to think of your situation where you're struggling as the situation that you don't trust God enough in. And that's where you really need to put your faith. And that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about the power of the faith, uh, that faith. And we're going to be talking about what Jesus did and what he said. And the scripture never lies. Jesus was real and he did this stuff. And I think, again, that's important to think how, like, it's so cool to think of this story Like, if you take a step back and be like, oh my gosh, like, this is real life. Like, people actually saw him perform these miracles, and there are miracles happening today. But we have to come together, have faith, so we can possibly do this too. So, let's get right into Matthew chapter 21, verse 18. Early in the morning, as Jesus was was on his way back to the city, he was hungry. Seeing a fig tree by the road, he went up to it, but found nothing on it except leaves. Then he said to it, May you never bear fruit again. Immediately the tree withered. When the disciples saw this, they were amazed. How did the fig tree wither so quickly, they asked. Jesus replied, Truly I tell you, if you have faith and do not doubt, not only can you do what was done to the fig tree, but also you can say to this mountain, Go, throw yourself into the sea, and it will be done. If you believe, you will receive whatever you ask for in prayer. Something that popped out to me right away whenever reading through this little passage is in verse, is, well, I guess it's at the end of verse 19 where it says, immediately the tree withered. Okay, and this is after Jesus tells the tree that it's never going to bear fruit again. And immediately the tree withered. He said it, snapped your, you know, like snap your fingers and boom, it happened. So I looked up the definition of immediately. I'm sure we all know what it means, but I figured it'd be kind of cool to have like the extra context. And it says it means at once, instantly, instantly the tree withered. Jesus said 
a command and it happened. And we actually can see this throughout the scripture. Um, I saw it through Matthew quite a bit. The word immediately. God works immediately whenever he puts his mind to something when the time is right. And we truly think that if we pray about something and it's in God's will, when the timing is right, God's going to immediately make it happen. Just as whenever Jesus saw this fig tree, he immediately told it pretty much, okay, you're dead. You know, you're not going to produce any fruit, then you don't have any reason to be here. Whenever Jesus performed these miracles, it happened immediately. And something that's really cool is that we actually have that same authority and power just as Jesus did. We have that because Jesus is through us. We have that because of the Holy Spirit. We have that because we are able to learn from Jesus. So one day, if you can't do it now, I know I can't, but there are some very anointed preachers out there and evangelists and just people that are really close to God. They really have that close relationship with Jesus. And they're able to heal. They're able to rebuke demons and perform miracles. Something that um, I just talked about with my Bible study the other day was the importance of connection and intimacy with our Father. You know, a lot of times we might get sucked into we're talking a lot about God, but we're not spending the time with God. And those people that we look up to, of the they're very anointed. Maybe they're YouTubers or, or um, podcasters or they have a church. And, you know, whatever the case may be, however you watch or listen to them or if you go see them, whatever you have to realize that they didn't just get this all of a sudden, okay? It takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of faith and trust in with God. And they personally have to make sure that their relationship with Jesus is so close and so intimate that they're able to carry out God's calling on their life. And I believe that all of us are meant to go out and witness to people and pray for people and do these type of things even though God gives us specific gifts, I think that in the scripture, it does command us to do certain things as a believer. And those certain things can be scary. Um, you know, we have this power and we just have to step into it. That's something that I'm working on and something that um, someone special always tells me is I need to step into the anointment. I need to step out of my comfort zone. I need to be bold. And whenever you grow that relationship with Jesus, like I can say this right now, I've spent so much time in the word just in this 2023. I have been praying. I've been really ministering, not ministering, but like really focusing on learning more about him while also spending more time with him. And I have grown in the church. Okay. This is like something small, but if you know me, I'm, you know, a baby Christian. I'm still learning. So this is like big for me. But I go to the altar whenever there's an altar call and whenever God's tugging on my heartstrings to go up there and I go. Or if I need to pray for someone at church, I will, I like went up and prayed for someone. Or whenever we're worshiping, I don't care about the people around me anymore. I just care about me worshiping my God. And it's just me and him in that moment. You know, if I have to raise my hands or sing even louder or whatever it is, like I'm going to do it because... 
that's my time that I'm just standing there before Jesus and giving him all the glory and worship and everything that he deserves for everything that he's done for me and everything that he's going to do. So I don't know about your life or where you are in your spiritual journey, but just think of how much more bold you can become. You can step out of your comfort zone some more. Maybe you have some goals of that. But it all starts with that relationship with Jesus and having that faith that he's truly going to deliver you from whatever situation you're going through. He's going to clear your mind of any impure thoughts. He's going to remove you from temptations. He's going to help you not sin and just really convict you with the Holy Spirit. He's going to change your life around. He's going to transform your mind. And I can say that with confidence. I truly, truly, truly believe that God is the one that has changed my life around for the better. And he just does so many things that I'm talking really fast. I'm very sorry. I'm getting into it. (laughs) God is the one that can change your life like that. He can change it immediately. Just as Jesus immediately told this tree not to bear fruit anymore and it withered. God can do the same thing to you. He will immediately change your life. And all you have to do is stand there with your arms wide open and be like, God, forgive me, Lord. I come to you right now. Okay, God is a gentleman. He's not going to chase you down, but he's always going to be there with his arms wide open, just waiting for you to come home. He's just waiting for you to come and see what actually is happening around you. And he's going to reveal just so many things. It's going to blow your mind. It blows my mind every single day as I read the scripture, as I'm going around my day-to-day tasks I'm starting to just see like little things that God does for me and it really just really just puts that feeling in your heart (sighs) okay that was not planned at all but I think that Jesus needed that to be said and I think God wanted that to be said so I'm getting all emotional okay we need to get back to my notes having that special time with God means having conversations with God and talking to him just as he's your best friend, okay? Or your family member or your spouse or whoever you talk to, you know, whenever you're going through whatever you're going through day to day. We can talk to God through prayer. And another verse that really stuck out to me was the last verse of this little section, which is uh, verse 22. If you believe, you will receive whatever you ask for in prayer. If we truly, truly believe that God is going to bring our family to Christ. If we truly believe that God's going to provide a car. If we truly believe that God's going to deliver demons and famine and all these things in our community. And just really believe whatever whatever God put on your heart to pray about. If you truly believe that he's going to deliver that he's going to make that happen then it's going to happen and God says that if you believe you will receive whatever you ask for in prayer and I also want to note that you can pray about things but it has to be from a sincere heart and that's something that um a very wise woman said the other day at my bible study is You can pray, but you need to make sure it's coming from the sincerity of your heart. 
you might not have time to do some of the prayers that you want to or pray for people or whatever it is. But if it comes from your heart and you truly, truly believe and have faith that God is going to do what you're asking him to do and you thank him for what he's about to do and you're just confident in that, God's going to do it. He's going to provide. It has to be something that's on your heart. It has to be something that God has tugged at your heartstrings. If it's not in God's will, then it's not going to happen. Or you have to think of it too. You can pray and pray and pray for something and it maybe not work out exactly as you hoped, but it worked out a better way. It worked out the way that God intended it to work out. So we have to have faith. We have to use the power and authority that God has given us and really trust and have faith that God will, whatever happens, he's going to make it so much better than we can even picture right now. It's going to change your life. And it all starts with that relationship with Jesus through prayer, through worship, through attending church, through your scripture readings, just through that personal intimate relationship the conversations with Jesus it all starts with that and then he's going to start providing he's going to show you breakthrough and it's just going to ignite that fire in you even more because you're starting to see it for your own eyes and then it's just like a snowball effect it's just going to keep growing and going and going and God's going to do mighty mighty things with you he really is he's going to do it with all of us and I truly do believe that I want to flip to Matthew chapter 17 and read starting at verse 14. When they came to the crowd, a man approached Jesus and knelt before him. Lord, have mercy on my son, he said. He has seizures and is suffering greatly. He often falls into the fire or into the water. I brought him to your disciples, but they could not heal him. I want to pause right there and remember that we right now are placed on earth to be disciples of Christ. So kind of put yourself in the disciples' shoes and kind of take this information and knowledge from that perspective. And this is what I did whenever I was reading through this and preparing this message. Verse 17. You unbelieving and persevering generation, Jesus replied, how long shall I stay with you? How long shall I put up with you? Bring the boy here to me. Jesus rebuked the demon and it came out of the boy and he was healed at that moment. I want to pause right there. At that moment, Jesus said he commanded and it came out immediately. It came out at once. It happened right in that moment before everyone's eyes. That's just so powerful in itself. It's so inspiring. And again, this happened in real life. Like imagine you're sitting next to someone And this man comes up. Maybe he's a disciple of Christ. Okay, I'm using this in like this generation right now. Okay, we're sitting, say, no, we're going to be standing in the Walmart um, shopping line getting ready to check out. Okay, and the person behind you, you can just tell something's off and he's just like not really acting right. And someone comes up to him and you're able to witness this and says, in the name of Jesus, come out of him, okay, and he falls on his face, and, like, you can just see the demon, like, leaving, like, you would be so amazed, and, like, shook, and, oh my gosh, so that's what's happening right now in the Bible, again, that's just, like, the Walmart is just a scenario, I haven't, like, been in that situation, it's just an example, so, like, hopefully you can kind of see where I'm going with this story, 
Then at verse 19, it says, Then the disciples came to Jesus in private and said, Why couldn't we drive it out? Jesus replied, Because you have little faith. Truly I tell you, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, Move from here to there, and it will move. Nothing will be impossible for you. So Jesus, again, is telling us that we have to truly have faith in him. Nothing will be impossible for you, he tells the disciple. We are called to be disciples of Christ. If we, are dis- if we consider ourselves Christians and fully devoted servants and wanting to be that disciple that Jesus calls us to be, but we don't have faith, what good are we doing? Right? Like, how are we supposed to perform what Jesus intended and carry out the gospel and help bring people to Christ and, you know, go to the lost so Jesus can touch them? How are we supposed to do that if we don't have faith? There's so much power in faith. Right? Just having faith can just change a person's life. It can change the way. Here I go again. It can change your mind fully transform you. We're called to be disciples in Christ, okay? We are brothers and sisters in Christ and we need to be servants to Jesus, okay? Matthew 16 verse 24 says, Then Jesus said to his disciples, Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. This is pretty much just telling us that we have to Make sure we're making time to get in his word and spend time with God, okay? We have to make sure that we are fully trusting him and surrendering everything in our lives to him. And something that I've learned personally is the power of just going to the altar and just being there at Jesus' feet and how emotional and wonderful and peaceful it is. And you're just able to sit there with God on your knees and just give it all to him. Just give it all to him. And knowing that he has it all in control will make you not as stressed. It'll make you not have to worry about situations and things you're going through. Because Jesus is going to take care of it. We have to have faith. We have to have that relationship with him. We have to make sure we're spending more time with him than we are talking about him. I pray that each and every one of you have a wonderful week. And whenever you're listening to this podcast, I pray that you have just a good feeling about where you stand with Jesus. And hopefully, if you need to work on your faith, that this kind of was a little wake-up call. Because this is something I personally need to work on. I need to work on fully trusting God and having faith that he's going to be there and deliver me from everything. Big and small. So I just want to thank you guys for listening. And if you enjoyed this podcast, make sure you follow it and maybe listen to some other messages or send it to someone that might need to hear this. I can't wait to be back next Friday to sit here and talk about God with all of you guys. I love you and I will see you next time. Bye.